After nearly two years of work, the Chicago region is now among the few areas of the country to have a sweeping plan to deal with climate change. It includes lofty goals, such as reducing driving and cutting carbon emissions over the next three decades. Promoters say work needs to be done now to help our area stave off the effects of a warming planet. WBEZ's Michael Puente reports. There's an old saying in Chicago, if you don't like the weather, wait a minute. The Chicago area has certainly seen extremes in weather in recent years. Super deep freezes, heavy storms causing flooding and lake erosion, drought, and huge lake effect snow events this past winter. Is it all a fluke? Not to climate scientists like Richard Spinrad, the head of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Even though we're in the middle of the warmest summer on record, In the United States, let's not lose sight of the extreme conditions the Chicago region faces during winter. As Great Lakes warm, they can fuel more intense lake effect snowstorms. Spinrat says while extreme heat is felt on the West Coast and hurricanes are on the East these days, it's Chicago sitting in the Midwest that may be most vulnerable to a warming planet. Heat is the leading cause of weather-related deaths in the U.S. The Chicago region is warming faster than the globe as a whole. To do something about this, government leaders from more than 200 communities in the Chicago area, with help from NOAA, have devised a plan, an action plan. The 124-page Chicago Region Climate Action Plan details the small to grand ideas communities can do to mitigate the effects of climate change. Here's Geneva, Illinois Mayor Kevin Burns, chairman of the committee for the 275-member Metropolitan Mayor's Caucus that put the plan together. If we all do something together, the impacts positive impacts are better. Burns says the plan is intended to be a roadmap. First and foremost, the plan is not a fiat. It's a framework of collective action to reach a collective goal. And we believe we can do that by acting in a regional way. The plan rolled out earlier this month lists six high-priority climate hazards that can potentially impact people's health, including extreme heat, flooding, drought, and air quality. To combat this, planners want to find better ways to heat our homes, manufacture products, deal with waste, and get from point A to point B. All this to reduce CO2 emissions by 80% by 2050. So we've got to get off um, dirty electricity, right? The, The grid has to get cleaner and we need more renewable energy. Edith Macra is Director of Environmental Initiatives for the Metropolitan Mayor's Caucus and one of the two lead authors of the action plan. She says revising municipal codes to allow solar power to become more attractive for residents and business owners could help the area reach its emissions reduction goal. Untangling processes for permitting, inspection, and cleaning up zoning codes so that solar has a glide path, uh, that there aren't bureaucratic barriers that are completely unnecessary and not helpful to anyone. Another priority is transportation, which accounts for nearly 30 percent of CO2 emissions that contribute to global warming. And so we already have in mind a proposal in the beginning of a similar process for electric vehicle charging infrastructure. The action plan acknowledges that communities of color often feel the effects of climate change most heavily since many black and Latino communities live close to factories that emit CO2, 
We've seen protests in places like Chicago's southeast side over the relocation of a car shredding facility. Similar battles are fought outside the city in places like North Suburban Waukegan, where more than half of the city's 90,000 residents are Latino. Maya Dutta, sustainability coordinator for Waukegan, says communities of color have to feel that they can benefit from this action plan. So industry in Waukegan, past and present, has polluted our air, water, land, and has disproportionately affected the health of our community members and critical ecosystems. These are major challenges in the way of climate action, and it's unacceptable. So climate action should be directly improving the resident quality of life. Dutta says these are challenges for Waukegan and communities like it to acknowledge what has happened, but also do something about it. For example, Waukegan is expecting a retirement date next year for a coal-fired power plant, a huge contributor to CO2 emissions, which is close to nearby residents. It's very important for all communities, especially a community like Waukegan, which is an environmental justice community. So this is a really good way to train people to always be thinking about the environmental justice implications when we're enacting a policy or strategy. The Climate Action Plan should also be seen as a guide to building a new economy, while also preparing for what can come years from now, says Ned Gardner, engagement officer with NOAA, who co-wrote the report with Edith Macra. Choices that we make today that impact our preparedness and ability to deal with extreme events tomorrow. And if we don't do that, we know what the outcomes are. We Chicago has lived through major heat waves that have have killed hundreds of people. It's not something we want to repeat. The framers behind the Climate Action Plan are working to ensure the document doesn't collect dust. They plan to meet with residents and community groups to educate the public on the specifics of the report. Michael Puente, WBEZ News.